Hey everybody, it's the Rewind for the week of May 30th, 2021. I'm Paul, that's Nathan. Yes, I am. You know, uh, it's times like these when Nathan and I spend days and days talking with prosecutors trying to get our trying to get our case straight for the upcoming trial that I appreciate the break that is this show. So Nathan, I say we just I say we just get right into the news because you know, if I have to hear about paraquats and and glycyl siphates and this stuff anymore, I'm going to I'm going to snap. <laughs> I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, we we don't want that. No. No. Nathan, let's just move on to the news, <laughs> shall we? Sure. Kinda disappointed to say we don't actually have any um, lawyer uh, prompted follow up from last week. I, th- I think we were pretty much on the ball. I did have a follow up question for you, which is: Did you do anything with your uh, really expensive Pokemon cards? Nope. Okay. Well, that's about it. <laughs> I expected <laughs> that to go. Kind of actually just left him on my chair, uh-huh. like binder open for the whole week. I didn't even know. Just thousands of dollars of Pokemon cards laying on a chair. I don't enter this studio here except once a week when I talk to you. It's, it. it's like a it's like a room that I don't go to. It's kind of like a recording mausoleum, I guess. Pretty much. Right. Okay. Yes. I don't know if that actually makes sense as a joke. I'm going to stick with it. Nathan! Mm-hmm. Proceed with the entertainment, my friend. Well, Paul, if you thought that a herd of almost extinct asshole condors was bad for the house, just let me introduce you to a pack of seven marauding bears laying waste to a chalet in Tennessee. It's about time. About time, right? Been waiting for this moment my whole life. Whole life. Uh, Well, HuffPost.com reports that a high school party, a pool party, actually, in Tennessee last weekend got a lot wilder after a crew of black bears showed up. A crew. A boy band of bears showed up. (laughs) The crew of bears. Yes. The Junior Reserve Officers Training Corps uh, swim party had a few visitors. Seven bears, wrote Michelle Johnson on her now viral YouTube video. The video shows the bears exploring an outdoor area at Chalet Village in Gatlinburg. They splash around in three different pools, stroll across the adjacent tennis court, and at one point, two of them engage in a bit of a rough housing. Wow. I hear that uh, two of the bears were actually carrying around one bear that was suspiciously limp when wearing glasses. It's quite weird. What? That's an 80s movies joke for <laughs> those of us who were born in the 80s. A little, little hit film called, uh, oh boy, what was that one called again? I was part of the 80s. I don't know what you're talking about. God, what was that movie where the two guys have to drag their dead boss around? Oh, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No. Boy, you're worse at this than I am. But I should, so I have no excuse for not knowing this. I, I, I don't expect you to. God, why would I make the joke if I don't know the name of the movie? I don't know. Why, why would you do something like this? Someone right now is yelling at the, at the podcast. It's this fucking movie, and I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> the show has been ruined forever. So the bears, what, came in, they trashed the place. They didn't really trash the place like the condors did, but just kind of jumped around in pools and stuff. They came in, they, they drank out of the red cups, uh, they had some slices of pizza. They were uninvited. The bears were not invited to the party, and the kids were maybe a little bit scared. This is, the, this is what I'm getting from this? Yes, that's true. Weekend at Bernie's, that's what the movie was. <laughs> I said that. No, you said Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I thought it was the same thing. How could it be the same thing? What what scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off do they carry around a dead person? I don't remember. Well, you don't. You know, okay. 
<laughs> All right. So party's still going on in Tennessee, and I just remember yeah. the weekend of Bernie's. Yeah. I feel like I'm back on top for this episode. Is this a turning point yet again in the show? Uh-huh. Like a turn point up? Yeah. An up point? Is this your segue? Is this a pre-written segue? Or are you just- no, I don't pre-write anything. Okay, very good. Okay. Next, What's our next story? How <laughs> bears were dangerous enough, Paul. Mm-hmm. How about we go double or nothing? Can you guess? Yes. Can you guess what doubling up a seven man-eating bears gets you, Paul? 14 man-eating bears. No. Even if the math is correct, uh, the answer uh, is, is 15 out-of-control, death-wielding wild elephants, actually. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. All right. Well, hey, Audi.com reports that uh, doesn't sound like a good time for anyone involved. Residents of Yunnan province in southwestern China have had to deal with one for a couple of months now. A herd of 15 wild Asian elephants has blazed a 500-mile trail of destruction. No, Nathan, sorry, I have to stop you. Please don't, uh, what? don't. Please don't define the race of the elephants. They're just elephants. What? They're, they're ah, it's disgusting, just, Nathan. You're better than that. They're just elephants, reading. Nathan. You know, you know <laughs> what makes this world terrible is when someone like you looks at an elephant and gives it a country of origin. So, what if they were wild Canadian elephants? I only see elephants. Okay, I don't see place of birth <laughs> okay all right what do they do over oh, their two months on the run the elephants have destroyed 138 acres of crops it caused more than one million dollars in total damages luckily paul mm-hmm. uh, they haven't hurt any people yeah luckily but uh the locals have been trying to guide the elephants away from residential areas by blocking roads and enticing them with food because that's a great idea however uh, that has only worked only on the animal's terms most of the time. They just ignore everyone. They're smart creatures, though. They're very smart. Yes, you went to Africa, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I, I was legit charged by a, a, a bull elephant. Did you try throwing food at him to no, throw him off? that'd be a dumb idea. A peanuts, I think they like. If you just take a handful of planters <laughs> and just throw it at them. Well, it was an African elephant, first off. You can't do that, Nathan. I just yes, said. It's I just can. an elephant. I was in Africa. Doesn't matter where it is. Okay, look. Would you call me a, a Canadian Nate? No, you're just a Nathan. You are just a person. And even then, if you want to be uh, a, a non-binary entity, you can just be that as well. You don't have to be anything anymore. I disagree with this. Uh, and Nathan, like, like I said, the, the lawyers talk to us about this is we have to be very careful with what we say for the next couple of weeks, two months, two years. So, you know, just elephants. I'm just clarifying the world. <laughs> please, please clarify the world. If a rampaging herd of 15 pachyderms wasn't enough for you, Paul. The pack. Wait, did you say pachy- pachyderms? Pachyderms. Scientific word for elephant. Is that true? Yes, I'm not just a pretty face. Okay. I know things, Paul. Okay. What is worse than a herd of, of rampaging pachyderms is um, a whole buttload of silly fans trying to sell that dumb McDonald's BTS me online for more than double the sales price on eBay. Mm. Insider.com reports that uh, McDonald's launched its latest famous orders meal on May 26th in par- partnership with South Korean band BTS. I don't even know what BTS stands for. What does it stand for? Because I don't even care. I actually don't even say it. I don't care. I was trying to come up with something fake, by the way, and you've <laughs> stopped me from potential humor. So, okay. <laughs> the audience just lost on that one. <laughs> Sucks to be the audience because mm-hmm. I don't need to know these things for, for the betterment of my health. Yeah, they launched uh, this partnership 
uh, on the heels of the seven member group's latest single, Butter. Uh, BTS themed fast food uh, packaging is so in demand that people are now reselling paper bags, boxes, drink cups, and sauces associated with the meal on eBay. In some cases, they're going for more than double what the actual meal costs in stores. Well, firstly, I don't even know if this is that much of a scandal. If they're just charging double the price, and and I don't know if this is part of a Happy Meal, but let's just assume it's like a ten dollar meal. So what? People are paying twenty bucks. It's doesn't seem outrageous to me. Yeah, it's about 10, I think. But I will say, and we talked about this last episode, there is this like weird fad with collecting McDonald's toys. Um, I think there was also a similar scandal with Pokemon cards. So, I mean, back there, but true or back to that. But uh, Pokemon cards were also being released by McDonald's and they McDonald's Corporation also had to like deny kids Pokemon toys because of, you know, scalpers. Um and it also caused, you know, the folks to go on eBay and try to sell this stuff at like double, triple, quadruple the price. Again, I will point out, like I said last week, that McDonald's stuff is generally crappy looking. Yeah. Okay. So the card probably looks like any Pokemon card, but, I, you know, th- this is not worth collecting. You know, I went into, went into McDonald's on uh, Wednesday morning, <clears throat> just get a coffee before my day started. And you know how they have that little, um, this little carousel sometimes of all these Happy Meal toys that they can offer you and whatnot. I think you mean a display. I don't think they actually like move around on this <laughs> in a circle. And they did look like crap. Yeah. Your words uh, stayed, stayed as heed in my mind. Uh, well, I don't think that m- makes sense what you just said, but I miss the simple days when straws used to sell for three times the price on, on, on eBay. Now this BTS stuff, I don't even understand because it's way too out of my age group. So I'm just, I'm just angry because I'm old. What, what does BTS stand for? Well, I don't know what they stand for. You, you told me not to do this joke, so I don't, I don't have any ideas. Okay, all right. You can do the joke now. All right, well, hold on. I mean, BTS <laughs> could be boys that suck. Uh, Butt truffle sta- sauce? Boogers that stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I think I only have button and booger jokes. I don't know if I have anything legitimate. Um, <laughs> Babies that slide? It's probably like better than... Better than school. You know, it's probably something lame like that. They just want to be cool sounding. Like, we're better than school. Uh, I, I need to look this up. Uh, they're also known as the Bang Tan Boys. <laughs> well, of course they are. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, though. Also known as the Bang Tan Boys, the Bang Tan Sonny Odan, Beyond the Scene. They're also Bulletproof Boy Scouts. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's a much better name. So there you go. BTS beyond the scene, but they should stick with bulletproof Boy Scouts. Well, hey, um, if people weren't simply just dumb enough, this next story certainly takes cake. Newsweek.com uh, reports that anything can be a work of art, even nothing, Paul. Italian artist Salvatore uh, Garo uh, recently auctioned an invisible sculpture for 15,000 euros, and that's closer to 20 grand. Um, and according to ass.com, the, I'm uh, sorry, according to who? Ask.com. Oh, asked. I thought you said according to ask.com. <laughs> no, it is ask.com. A-S-S? Oh, A-S. I'm just... Oh, as. Whatever. <laughs> A big difference. Anyways, according to this place, this website, the sculpture's initial price was set between 6,000 to 9,000 euros. However, the price was raised after several bids were placed. Titled, um, titled... Io sono, uh, Italian for I am. 
The 67-year-old artist's sculpture is immaterial, meaning that the sculpture does not actually exist. That's that's stupid. (laughs) Italy 24 News reported that per Garo's instructions, the sculpture must be displayed in a private home free from any obstruction. Because the piece does not exist, there are no special lighting or climate requirements. It's the dumbest story I've ever read in my life. Yeah, I mean, what is art? Could be nothing. Who who pays for nothing? Yeah, I think this is where, uh, and I've made similar arguments in the past. We should have watch lists of people or people that we just immediately send the the the, the dudes with the butterfly nets after. And this is whoever paid for this, whoever <laughs> counterbitted on this. Uh, whoever now displays it in their house should immediately be locked up. It's very much like, do not pass go, do not collect $200, just go straight to the looty bin. Yeah, pretty much. But good on this artist for getting 20000 bucks out of people for doing <laughs> next to nothing. I mean, I guess he had to put on a show or maybe he had to buy a, like a pedestal just so that he could, you know, point to it and be like, hey, my art is here. Pay me for it. It's a little strange. What's the next story? <laughs> All right, well, hey. From psycho to psycho, we'll, we'll never be boring. Did you wait? Did you say from psycho to psycho? Are you saying that from like you're a psycho and I'm a psycho and we're conversing? <laughs> no, I was not. No, I was not saying I would never call you a psycho. All right, then I'm confused by your introduction. An Iowa man set his neighbor's house ablaze on Saturday. Sure, not because of something they did, but some because of something they didn't do. Mm. He was mad because they didn't mow his lawn. <laughs> Police were called. Uh, to the house around 6 p.m. because of the flames. Lee Bowman, 53, of Sioux City, uh, admitted that he was upset because he had asked his neighbors to mow his lawn on Saturday, and they hadn't. By Sunday, they still had not cut his, cut his grass, so he went over and asked again when they would. After investigating, it was determined that the cause of the fire was arson, and the sticks and plywood propped up against the house were lit with an accelerant, which started the fire. Bowman was arrested and charged with first-degree arson and criminal mischief and is in jail on $20,000 bail. Get off my lawn. Do you like a mowed lawn? Uh, well, we're, um, we're coming into a lawn uh, in a few months, so I've, uh, you know, I have never personally owned one. Have you ever mowed one? I've, I, I have, but you know, the question is, you know, have I, o- have I mowed one because I was asked to Yes. So, you know, I, of course, always oblige when someone asks me to mow a lawn. Um, uh, when I own my own, will I want to mow it? I don't know. Perhaps I'd like a meadow, like a nice, big, tall meadow in front of my property. I don't know. Right. I haven't I haven't had that option yet as a homeowner to look out in front of my house and say, what is the what is the vibe I want to give off? If you don't mow it, I think you know people might be looking at you strange. They might be, but that's my choice. True. Right? So. This is true. Yeah. And they should be happy because I'm not going to be asking any of them to mow my lawn and then setting their house ablaze when they don't do it. Yeah. 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 It's safe for them, I guess. Yeah. I'm doing them a favor. You are. Yeah. Yeah. So to to answer your question, I don't know. Do I think it's a waste of time? Yes. Do I think, do I believe in freeing lawns? You know, letting, (laughs) letting lawns grow is wild as they want i don't want to be the person that holds a lawn back from its true potential that's all i'm saying thank you i have a lawn but i don't mow it see but it gets mowed by my 86 year old landlord you think you would maybe give my hand there nope <laughs> does a good job it looks nice does a good job 
he's going to die one day mowing your lawn and you're going to be like, yeah, that's a shame. He did a good job. I don't know who's going to do it now. If it's half mode, I'm going to be very disappointed if he does pass out. Well, of course, he's not going to he's not going to finish it and then die. Of course, he'll die midway of mowing it. That's not good. Like, what if he doesn't finish it? Do he's I have not. to like, go? No, he's almost certainly going to die mowing it mid mow. <sighs> and then and then, in fact, there'll actually be like a like a brown spot where his body lays for several hours. Don't tell me these things. All right, let's move on. <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right. Enough craziness, Paul. Let's talk about butts. I don't want to, but OK. CBC.com reports yes. that animals can breathe through their butts. Finally, someone has gotten down to that question. Yeah, and oxygen up the wazoo may work for humans too. A <laughs> study has demonstrated the possibility that oxygen could be delivered to patients in respiratory failure through the gut rather than through the lungs. Several aquatic organisms have evolved unique intestinal breathing mechanisms to survive under low oxygen conditions using organs and other uh, than lungs. <sighs> what? That was not, that was not English. Uh, yeah, whatever. They're using other thing, uh, other organs other than their, their lungs and gills and stuff. Well, I'd like to think that if you reread that sentence, it'll probably make more sense. <laughs> okay so that what you're what you're telling me here is is that some scientist because we all love these scientists uh thought hey uh putting a tube down someone's throat is way too much work and it's very invasive and we all in the medical community hate doing it if only there was a way to shove a tube up someone's butt yep and administer oxygen that way well the uh medical professor uh takanori takebe uh He's a professor for the Medical and Dental University of Japan. Dental University of Japan? Oh, no, keep going. He's very qualified. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, he demonstrated that mice, rats, and pigs can successfully take in oxygen as gas through their intestines. I like that he's shoving uh, tubes (laughs) up rats' butts, and they're inflating. You know, it's like they're little round, and they're just floating above ground, and they're like, look, they're breathing, aren't they? They're not dead. He's shoving air hoses up all these animals' bums. What? How would your day look like knowing that you're going to be doing that? Like you wake up, you have a shower, have some breakfast. What are you talking about? That'd be the greatest job ever. So think about this. You don't have to do anything like useful. Your sole job and someone, uh, I think, is paying you to go into a laboratory, shove tubes up rats' asses, and basically... <laughs> look at them and be like yeah they're breathing they're, I'm done I'm done for the, wow look at that five minutes in and I'm done for the day alright I'm out of here get me an ostrich for tomorrow I'm gonna check out if the ostrich can breathe tomorrow oh it's on back order it's gonna be in a week alright I'm taking the week off I'll be back in a week and then we're gonna put a tube into the ostrich I'm gonna this is a strange job I know we can't judge people in this culture anymore but I think we used to call these people mad scientists back in like the <laughs> 1950s I feel like that term has fallen out of favor but that's what this person might actually be but I poop from there so my takeaway from this episode is somewhere between the kids in Tennessee throwing parties for bears and the guys selling art that doesn't exist and the guys reselling by the way this is mostly guys I don't mean to generalize it's just let's be honest guys do the stupid shit women are <laughs> tend to be a little smarter uh the guys reselling bts stuff at <laughs> double the price which isn't even all that expensive i mean whatever and then the guy putting tubes into animals asses we finally come to the conclusion that we need to shut the world down yeah pretty much i think that the reason why the aliens only float in the atmosphere and stare at us 
uh, and never actually come down to the ground is because they've listened to the show and realized that we're a lost cause. Best to move on to the next planet. I agree. All right, good. I'm glad we've come to, you know what? We finally come to a conclusion with the show. I'm glad that after you know, 14, 15 years, that some, we, we finally made something of this. We've decided that the world is silly. Thank you. All right, we got to go. This is enough. We've had fun. Um, <sighs> you forget, Nathan, that I have to, I and I alone have to cut this show <laughs> after we record. Yeah. Yeah, I do nothing, really. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, audience, for listening to this show. If you liked it yeah. and you want to listen more to it, you can go on Apple Podcasts, search The Rewind, subscribe to it. You'll get all the new episodes as they come out. You'll have a bunch of old episodes dating all the way back to 2017 and before you before you're too impressed by that remember that between 2017 and 2021 nathan got lost in an arby's for four years i did i'd eat sauce for a year yeah it was yeah you should probably maybe look into a lawsuit there that seems like that was a little bit ridiculous that they kept you there for so long uh subscribe if you like the show tell a friend you can also find us on amazon podcast stitcher and all those other podcasting services and of course we're on twitter at I love the rewind. The landlord's out there. He's fucking mowing the lawn right now. Look at this old guy. Well, on that note, we'll see you all next Get episode. Up my lawn, even if it's yours. <laughs> Whatever. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>